And welcome back to another episode of the Canal Street Chronicles podcast. My name is Shem Hanks. I'm going to be your host today. We are going to be talking about the injury report leading into the Minnesota Vikings New Orleans Saints game on Sunday. As the saying goes, your best ability is your availability. In the course of the NFL season, everyone is banged up, everyone is bruised. But who are the players who are going to tough it out? Who are the players that their injuries are just too severe that they cannot play in this game? In a one-and-done, winner-take-all tournament scenario, each moment, each player is so valuable. And so let's dive right into it and talk about this injury report. All right, and so having... Andres Pete and Kiko Alonso cleared last week was pretty awesome. Get those guys back for this game. And it looks like a couple of other guys are going to be back. Well, one other guy. In Von Bell, who was a limited participant on Wednesday and then a full participant on Thursday, did not even make the injury report on Friday. His game status is not in doubt. One of the top three best Saints defenders is going to be out there which especially is important for a couple of the guys who are returning for the Vikings to have a strong safety like Bell back. The other safety, Marcus Williams, was a limited participant on Wednesday with a groin injury and then a full participant on Thursday. He also carries no injury designation heading into the game. On the offensive side, Michael Thomas showed up on the injury report with a hand injury He was a limited participant on Wednesday, followed by a full participant on Thursday. He looks good to go, as is backup running back Dwayne Washington. However, two players have already been ruled out for this game. Eli Apple, with an ankle injury, is not going to play on Sunday. It's a good time to have Janoris Jenkins on the team. Eli Apple, if he does not return this postseason... That might be the end of Eli Apple's tenure in the Bayou. Of bigger concern to me is that Zach Line has been ruled out with his knee injury. Having a big fullback blocker, guy who can sneak out of the backfield for little passes, little dump-offs, somebody that you could run a trick play to, it's tough to be without a fullback when you have a fullback on your team that you utilize in your running game. Alvin Kamara's looked good over the last couple of weeks. It's tough to see one of his front blockers being taken out. So the only real good news of this whole thing is also how small the injury report is for New Orleans. That injury report for the Vikings is extensive. Let's talk about a couple of the guys who were full participants. Safety, J. Ron Curse and defensive tackle, Shamar Steven have both been cleared, as have running backs, Alexander Madison and Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook has been one of the best running backs in football. They run that Shanahan-style zone block scheme that Gary Kubiak brought over from Denver and Houston and Denver before that, where they want to run, 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 go into play action pass, hit Stephon Diggs deep, hit 
Adam Thielen doing crossing routes. They have a couple of good tight ends with, with Kyle Rudolph and Irv Smith Jr. But this whole team is predicated on their ability to run the ball and having Cook and Madison at full strength, it appears, or as much as they can get them, full participants for three days. That's huge. And the illness bug has struck the Vikings this week with Stephen Weatherly, defensive end, and Andrew Sandejo, safety, both missing Wednesday and Thursday with, in, with illness and then being full participants on Friday. Excellent linebacker Eric Kendricks had a quad injury that kept him out of practice on Wednesday, worked his way back on Thursday to be a full participant on Friday. He's going to be playing in this game. They have one player with a questionable designation heading in, and that's Effetti Odenigbo, who plays defensive end, who is listed as questionable with his injured hammy hamstring. Two guys have been ruled out, though. Corner Mackenzie Alexander with a knee injury. Didn't practice all week. Rolled out. The other guy, Mike Hughes, was a full participant on Wednesday. Became a limited participant on Thursday and has been moved to the injured reserve since with a neck injury, leaving that Vikings secondary a little bit thin heading into this game. I forgot to mention that Xavier Rhodes also showed up on the injury report, but he was a full participant the whole week. Xavier Rhodes is going to have to pick up a lot of slack, but they got pretty good safeties actually from Minnesota, so they shouldn't miss backup or their backup corners too much. But in good news, the All-Pro team was announced today. It should come as no shock to anybody that Michael Thomas made first-team All-Pro as a receiver. Nice to see Ryan Ramshack also got recognized and is a first-team All-Pro right tackle. Demario Davis made first-team All-Pro as well. With Deontay Harris being a first-team punt returner and Cam Jordan leading that defense, second-team All-Pro as an edge rusher, It's kind of controversial, actually, to see that second-team All-Pro place kicker was Josh Lambeau that Will Lutz didn't make it in. Oh, well. So good job, guys. Way to make the All-Pro team. Nice to see them recognized nationally. There was news that came out today that, that at this point, I think we can call him Saints legend Tracy Porter officially announced his retirement. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, we haven't seen Tracy Porter play football in a while, and that's because you haven't. He hasn't been in the league for a few years, but he's been trying to make his way back in. That comes to an end. He officially is retired, and the Saints will honor him before the Minnesota Viking game. And another piece of news that happened yesterday, I guess, and that is that the finalists for the Hall of Fame class of 2020 has been announced 15 modern era finalists. Those 15, Troy Polamalu, Edron James, Zach Thomas, Bryant Young, Richard Seymour, John Lynch, Steve Atwater, Leroy Butler, Reggie Wayne, Tori Holt, Isaac Bruce, Sam Mills, Tony Baselli, Alan Feneca, and Steve Hutchinson 
All right, so this has been out just now for a day or so. The five guys who I think are going to make it in that I completely reserve the right to change as things, well, as time goes on, is first off, I think Troy Paul Mall is getting in. He is in his first year of eligibility. I think he's a first ballot guy. He's going to be in. I actually think it's going to be a really big year for safeties. I think Paul Malu makes it. I think John Lynch finally makes it. I think Steve Atwater finally makes it in. And I actually think Isaac Bruce Bruce makes it in before Torrey Holt and before Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne is also on his first year of eligibility. I think it's going to be hard to put Reggie Wayne in before Bruce and before Holt. This is clearly a unique year, though, where it's an opportunity for guys to make it in who have been passed up over the strong classes of the last few years. And for my fifth guy, I'm going to give it to Sam Mills. I think he makes it. I think that it's time for Mills to be a Hall of Famer. We won't know who the five finalists are going to be until the day before the Super Bowl. It's always fun to honor the guys that have come before us, that have put their heart, soul, blood, sweat, tears into the game, have made the game what it is today. For the teams that they played for and those fan bases, to get those guys to be Hall of Famers, it is a special experience. It's always fun to be in a stadium when they're honoring the players who played there who have made the Hall of Fame. All right, and so with that, Big game on Sunday. Gotta get loud. Talk to y'all next week, one way or the other. But I'm hoping that it's going a particular way. All right, who dat? Talk to y'all next week. Bye.